and hey, welcome to the Scanlines podcast. You're listening right now. You can find a podcast on all platforms now. Instagram, Scanlines podcast. We're all here, a bunch of boys. We all met abroad in Japan, and now we're here to talk video games. Specifically retro, but still we talk about modern and different news kind of things. But uh, we're going to start it off. I had a question for you guys. I wanted to ask if you had to choose one console that you can play for the rest of your life, and that's it, what would it be? Easy. Everyone knows mine. Everyone, I have one. Yeah. Wait, who do we start with? I want. I want. Mike, everyone you got us here. Mike, you got Eric, Mike, let me know. Let... <laughs> I want everyone to he answer dropped, what, he dropped, what they assume. Then... Is it, everybody's gonna know what mine is already. I don't actually know it. Eric, I think the switch. This is a hard question. Sorry, Eric, I Eric, I said Eric. Eric. Right, oh, Eric, I didn't even go. hear that. I'm sorry. Um, I think I would have had a different answer a few months back, but honestly, I think, uh, assuming I have access to the entire library and maybe some of the eShop titles, I got to go with the Nintendo Switch, man. Oh, the Switch what? right now has got, oh, I've got to go with the Switch. I know we're talking about variety, uh, but lately the Switch has been killing it in my book. They just released, uh, Shantae from the Game Boy Color. They just ported it over to the Switch. So that's your Game Boy right there. Yeah. Um, you know, they don't have everything, but they've got also some arcade classics like Donkey Kong. The first official real um, port of the original arcade game, only one exists and it's on the Switch. So if you have the right controller, it's the only way to play the actual original Nintendo release of the original Donkey Kong in existence what is, at least officially from nintendo what does that mean like can you can you just quickly explain that like what do you mean by well like the original? so you can emulate it you could emulate it oh, but okay. it's kind of a gray area the only official re-release you could say like oh why don't you play the nes version of donkey kong well that's a that's a remake of the game it's not the same yeah. game the only real true port of the original game with uh, no nothing changed like where you can do high scores against uh billy mitchell and people like that yeah is on the switch oh that's so, big Wow. I'm gonna go with the Switch. I'm gonna go with the Switch. Damn, yeah. that's a controversial take, man. That's a new console. It's a hot take. I like that. Yeah. All right, Anthony, I, what about you? I, well, I feel like Eric's isn't even controversial because, like, you have the SNES built into it. That's true that's too, man. That's true. Oh. You know? That's what I'm it's, saying. Okay. It's like it you're has getting all those virtual consoles, the NES. That yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like you're getting multiple consoles, and like even you're even getting like Sega Saturn re-releases, like mm. Genesis re-release. Yeah. Like, there's so many consoles on the switch that never existed before oh doggy <laughs> uh, hi Bye, doggy. Hello. um for me uh, danny like, did you not did you not tell your girlfriend that it's uh no girls allowed on the yeah. podcast yeah yeah we gotta Including start dog Can no cooties oh he didn't hear it danny it's no girls allowed oh sorry sorry <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't here. yeah so Mine, mine would be the Switch, but since Eric did it, um, mm. I, I gotta go with GameCube. Just because I, I play Melee every fucking day, and like that's not gonna change. So if I have that, like I pretty much am like set. And then whatever else is on the GameCube, and Billy Hatcher and the giant egg that I just picked up is like pretty cool. So <laughs> would you would you never get tired of playing Melee? No. Well, if I have if I don't have anyone to play with, yeah. But if as long as there's like tournaments, uh, no, I don't think I would. How many How many years has it been of you playing Melee? I started in December of 2014. Oh, shit. I went to my first tournament. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's competitive. That I mean, I've been playing Melee since nine years old. Yeah, so. yeah, forever. 
Yeah. That's cool, yeah. man. Uh, Does it still is that hold around that the same... time that the documentary came out? Yeah, so I'm what's considered a, a doc kid. So it's people yeah. who watched the documentary when it came out and then they wanted to play competitive. So oh. um, doc kids were kind of like like the new doc people in the, in the scene. <laughs> and now doc, there's like a doc kid who's the best in the world now, Zane. Oh, wow. He's number one in the world. So doc kids are like considered like OG now. He was in, he was <laughs> in One Direction, so right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Crazy career that guy has. <laughs> All right, let's start with Sebastian. What about you? <laughs> I mean, I don't even own a Switch, but I would pick the Switch. Damn, man. <laughs> Not the Game Boy? What? Not I mean, I, mean I, 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 I was going to say Game Boy, but the thing is, like, what if the Switch integrates the ability to play Game Boy games at some point? At you know? some point. If... Yeah, probably, but, like, now. If I, yeah, I mean, point, I would, I would, I would definitely pick Game Boy Advance SP because I could play game all the other Game Boy games behind True. it as well. That's smart. And there's a, there's a GameCube with a Game Boy Player count because then you get Game Boy. <laughs> I, I just don't like. Oh the, shit! Just, <laughs> oh shit! Hey, I mean that. that I didn't oh, say any right. specifics. I think that counts. You know, or like a Nintendo DS Lite, you can play Game Boy and DS oh. games. Yeah. But but you can't oh, play nice. you okay. can't you can't play you can't play Game Boy Color and Game Boy games on it. You can only oh, yeah, play Game true. Boy Advance. No, Game for Boy. real. True. I'm gonna be real though. Nintendo DS like library is really underrated. It's there's a lot of shit. But yeah. yeah, it's so a lot good. of shit. There's a lot of good games on there, man. Yeah. The OG yeah, they had like Okami yeah. Den Okami Den on there. Um, the Okami King like uh, sequel. Castlevania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> SM64 on there, dude. I remember playing that. Nintendo, dude. dude, Mario Kart DS. But if you get oh, the three, Mario yeah. Kart DS is hands down the best iteration of Mario Kart that ever came out. I kind of no have question. to agree, man. That's my favorite. No, as um, far as mechanics, as far as the driving mechanics go, absolutely. Even the online opinion. though, the online was pretty like. Besides the hacking, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but during like you know the early years, I feel like it was pretty like almost flawless. I don't know. I didn't have any disconnects or anything. So then you have to pick the 3DS, right? Because it's it can yeah. Play all that's what I was gonna say. But you lose out on like having that Game Boy Advance yeah. slot. But, yeah. Um. Whatever. Like, uh, DS games on the 3DS look like ass too. So you got to deal with that. Yeah. Like it works, but it works. Horrible. Oh yeah. They, like yeah. shut it down, and yeah. it's like yeah. it's like it's not even that it's like just downscaled. It's like blurry. I remember playing Pokemon Black and White too. I think on my 3DS, and it was just I couldn't even enjoy it. Like I hated it. I was like, this it's is so ugly. Too, right? Don't they like? I guess it is. Do you say cropping? Yeah, don't yeah, they crop, crop like because yeah. it's four by three on the like, top screen? Yeah, it's weird. It's not. It's not perfect. It works, but it's yeah. not ideal. I wouldn't recommend it. Danny, yeah, how about first, you, man? Yeah, Danny. <laughs> Just like based on the library and how many great games there actually is on it, the PlayStation Two, I think. Yep. Nice. That's my answer, dude. <sighs> <laughs> well, the, my well, there's like. Over two thousand games, and more than half is actually good games. Yeah, yeah. Well, Mike, fortunately, the PS2 did sell millions and millions of copies, so yeah, you yeah. too could choose PS2 as your console. True. There's a lot out there. How many titles does the PS2 have? I gotta look that up. And you can play PS1 games as well, right? Exactly. You know, yeah. yours could be Mike. Yours could be the PS3 Fat because it plays PS2 I was thinking, and PS4. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But if it, first. but if it yellow, if it yellow lights, then it's gonna be. <laughs> Over 3,800 games, dude. That's crazy. It's crazy. PS2. You say 3,800? Yeah. 
That's insane. Holy cow. <laughs> That's insane. How many of those are like arcade games though? Did PS2 even have that? No. Arcade? Like re-release? Yeah, like re-release stuff. I'm sure. Yeah, a bunch of them is. There yeah, they like have like collector. um collections of arcade yeah. games. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the beauty of it. Yeah. There's I mean, a lot of shitty I'm... games on the PS2 as well, though. Yeah, I feel like with. I mean, that's with every console, though. Even like yeah, older shovelware ones. Shovelware is too. inevitable. Yeah. No, except game. for like the Wii U that has like 38 games. Oh, I know. The, the yeah. Nintendo Switch right now is is experiencing some shovelware on the eShop. Like the, do you guys see the calculator that got released for ten dollars? No. What? <laughs> what? On the Nintendo no. Switch, there's a game called Calculator, and it's ten dollars, <laughs> and it's bucks? literally your, worse than your iPhone's uh, calculator. Right I kind of want to buy it. Just oh, to, yeah, right. Just like, <laughs> just have don't support it. Don't support it. Wait. I'm gonna look it up. I got my switch right here. Imagine they had up. a physical. Cup. Here's a physical. You have to buy the physical. Yeah. How about that? Oh, if that's on limited run, I'm I'm buying the deluxe edition. It comes <laughs> with a calculator. <laughs> That'd be so sick. But if they actually released a version of a calculator game Yo. that was like your TI, like your TI instruments calculator, yeah. wouldn't that actually be pretty useful? Yeah. Like you could hold it up vertically and touch it. What if and do graphing and stuff? They make like. This could be like a problem. Maybe that's where Nintendo's gonna go, but like a future console that has like you know the rails, but you could attach like different controllers or something. Oh, so this is the scientific calculator. So I don't know if you can see this, but they have like dude, that, all the. Dude, that looks like Wait, iPhone five, dude. Yeah. That looks like Wait, iPhone five. <laughs> the screenshots are literally just the same thing, just different numbers typed in. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't. I don't think Nintendo really does quality control on their eShop like submissions in terms of like it's like anybody can kind of yeah. upload, right? It's starting to feel like Steam a little bit, where people just make these shitty Unity games and like somehow make it on, which is kind of yeah. strange. To me. I mean, the 3DS wow. eShop was just garbage. <laughs> it, it's interesting because back when Nintendo basically took video games and saved them, like almost a big shout out to Nintendo. Maybe not single handedly, but back. You know, contextually, back in the late 80s, game, video games were so oversaturated with shovelware that it basically crashed, right? The, the famous video game crash of the 80s. And then when Nintendo brought it back, the way that they, like, you know, assured people, like, oh, we're, we promise if you buy a Nintendo game, it's good. It was with that Nintendo certified seal of quality, right? Yeah. So it's, it's interesting to see now that, like, with iPhone app stores and Steam and things like that, that... That's no longer necessary. It's like it's like they can get away with it as long as it's on an eShop because who cares? It seems, but that's so it's so it's so uh, kind of reverse from where they kind of where their strength was in the beginning, right? With that seal of approval or whatever. Well, yeah. it's more so it's more so their platforms now, right? So they're providing a service. So it's like right. they're kind of they have they they all have their own like subscriber bases of customers, so they have to yeah. provide for them. Um. Can oh, I? Back can then I, there were... Go ahead. Oh, Go sorry. Ahead. I was just going to give some background about the publisher of Calculator because now I'm on their <laughs> publisher page. Let's and they're, they're known for such software such as drums, oh, piano, ooh. bowling, chess, checkers. Like all the. They just make like the most basic like did, tabletop. Did they, did they make that party pet game that Eric bought? No, I think that's Aww. Nintendo, right? Who did the f fifty-one games? That game's actually pretty good. There, there's some. I have some serious 
complaints, but it's a good game overall. It's pretty fun. They have rain, rainbow corns. They have a guitar one. That's cool. Um, it's, like yeah, it's, it's just like garbage, no. like shovelware. That's what the publisher we makes. Should, we should all buy like a separate Wait. one and make a band, you know? <laughs> does, it, does the calculator make sounds? I don't know. <laughs> this one called Sniper hey, 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 that they did. Look at this. Whoa. Oh, dude. That's probably Sniper? the most. That's probably the this most effort they put into the Fortnite killer, right? That's a school project. Dude, mobile games fucking suck. God yeah. damn it. Look at the landscape. It looks great. It's beautiful. The details on those trees, dude. Wow. <laughs> it's like someone made it against their will. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna answer with mine. I'm gonna answer with my my console. It's gonna have to be the PS3 fat. Because PS3 has, I think. I think the PS3 has the top games, like exclusive games, that you could literally just say like buy these three games, and like it's enough to just for the console, especially right now. What? Uncharted one, two, and three. Fucking charted. No. Man. Fuck that bullshit, dude. <laughs> that bullshit, bro. That cinematic. Uh, maybe movie. you could. I mean, to the. I don't know. I never played Uncharted actually, so I don't know. Um, but I would pick like. I think I only played either. Metal Gear Solid Four. Oof. Uh, Demon Souls. Ooh. Okay. The beginner, and the third one, I, I actually don't know, but you could plug it in. Call of Duty. Call of Duty. GTA Five. No, I'm GTA talking. 5, I'm talking dude. exclusives. Exclusives. Heavy Rain. Oh, exclusives. I love Heavy Rain. Folklore. Yeah. Puppeteer. Yeah, you could. You could. I'll leave that. Zero. I'll leave that third one. You could fill it in whatever you want. Folklore. I forgot about Folklore. Shadow of the Colossus remake is pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I could just play that on a PS3, on my PS2 disc. So. True. PS3. Following our, if you listen to our last week's podcast, we were talking specifically about that console. Yeah. PS3 fat, because I I had forgotten that it plays technically PS3, two, and one. Yeah, your mind was um, like blown. Right <laughs> yeah, I was well, like, wait, it, what? It's, it's just the first model, though. Right. Right. It, yeah. It's a certain certain version it's of the PS3 fat. gigabyte first SB model with four USBs. And yeah, like an open old so, tray in at the front, I think. Yeah, yeah. So Sebastian and I, following last week's podcast, we actually kind of we met up to do some game hunting downtown uh, here in Japan, and we actually sat down at the McDonald's and had a little powwow, and we were looking at on Google to see all of the different um, availability for um, soft modding. So if you want to base, because the PS3 is region free, but the PS1 and PS2 I don't think are. So like if you put a PS1 game in there you have to play the Japanese one if you own a Japanese console. So that Whoa, that okay. made me immediately kind of sign off on it because we were looking for soft modding for the PS3, and I'm sure it exists, but we were having a hard time finding one that was like, you know, kind of just easy to do. If you have to like do so much hacking that by by the end, it's not even a PS3 anymore. Personally, I don't really want to do that. It's like, why even do it? Um, but the PS2 apparently does have some pretty good soft modding for getting region free and loading from USB. So I forget the name of the exact mod, but him and I were looking at it, and it looked simple enough to do. Like, it's a one-time thing. You install it on, like, the back end of your your system's memory, mm. and then you're good, and then you can just load in games. And the, the, way, the thing that was cool about it, I forget the name, maybe Sebastian knows, but is that the mod is installed onto a PS2 memory card. So if at any point you want to revert your console back to its original form just to feel legit, you just remove the card. 
and then it's back to normal. So that to me was pretty appealing. I'm like, that's pretty nice. If I want to like, oh, it's time to play my, uh, you know, I own a Japanese version of, um, I don't know, some PS2, like Kingdom Hearts or something, but yeah. I want to play it in English. You could put in that memory card, plug in your USB drive that has the ROM backup on it or the ISO or whatever and load it that way. So since then I've been kind of keep my, trying to keep my eye out. Uh, it's a certain, uh, there's certain models of the PS2 that support it. Uh, yeah. Sebastian, you probably yeah. remember what they were. Yes. So just the name, just to give some background, the, the name of the, I don't think the mod has an actual name. It's just on this guy's site called stuffjasondoes.com. And um, it just says soft modding a PS2 Slim in 2018. No mod chip required. So that's the good thing about it is you don't have to open it up and install an actual chip. Oh. Um, and yeah, you're pretty much just loading onto the mem using the memory card and like using the discs to kind of like trick the PS2 into thinking you're playing an actual game, but you're just trying to like install this, you know, um, homebrew software onto the yeah. memory card. And then you can just use that memory card to plug it in. And you, you can plug in the whole library into the USB and then it works. This sounds like um, the um, Sega Saturn exploit a lot, where you use that action replay uh, cartridge, and as long as you have that plugged in, you're all set. Oh, really? Pretty much. Yeah. So nice. then, um, and then pretty much, um, it works with most PS2s. Um, I don't know about the Fats, but for the Slims, um, it's pretty much all of them except for anything after like the eight thousand series, because like after after that, they're not really sure which one works. So it's with the they know that for a fact that be before the ones that are marked 8C on it, which is pretty much like the generation, you know, you know how the slims, um, they go from like two, four, five, six, seven, like four up and then up to, all the way up till nine, which is the newest, the 9,000 series. So then these are just pretty much the ones that are after eight, the eight series is pretty much like unknown territory and they're not sure which works with mod. Yeah, so if you look on the back of the console, there was a number you like that website that stuff Jason does. It sounds like something dirty. Um, the, <laughs> on the back there was there was a, like a sticker, and there's a certain spot, and if you look for it, it shows the number. So on yeah. that day that we were looking at that, I'm like, okay, so anything that has a number seven or lower is game. And pretty much we were like, we agreed, like, yeah, I think that's the case. We're like, okay. So I had in mind that Sudugaya shop that I always talk about here in Osaka. Because the last time I was there, they had a PS2 Pink Slim, which I thought oh, was pretty sweet. I kind of wanted it, actually. That'd be sick. So with Sebastian, we're at, we met at McDonald's, had like a game plan for the day. And they were like, all right, let's go. We go to Sudugaya, and they're technically open, but like they basically roped off. They were technically closed, long story short. So we showed up, but it was like, it was like, it was such a tease because it was open, but... The only reason they were open was because they needed access to like an elevator or some stairs or something that are in the back of the store. So they roped off all of like the game rows oh. so that you could walk to the stairs technically, but you couldn't actually like buy anything. So like That's we crazy. walked through the shop just quickly, just because so you it was like a tease. It was like right there oh. and the PS2 was there. I went back three days ago. Everything is the same like that was there except for the PS2 Slim. It's gone. Oh. I'm like, ah! God damn it! So, how, how much was it? I have to now look on, you know, Yahoo Auctions or eBay or some shit. I'm I'm pretty bummed because it's always fun to find yeah. it in person. So it's yeah. better in person it's always. How much was it? It's always better. Uh I can't remember, but I want to say it was only like, I don't know. Did you see the price, Sebastian? I think it was like five thousand yen, about fifty bucks. I, I, I didn't even see it because we couldn't go that okay. far into it. That'd be so. Okay, it was, it wasn't very expensive, and it was, it was the pink is pretty yeah, sweet. Man. I would actually, I would, I would love that. I would love that. Yeah. 
So <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll probably just wait until I see another one in person um, to decide to pull that trigger. But once that that stuff Jason does stuff mod seems pretty promising, so I want to give it a, I want to give it a shot because yeah, sure. it would be really cool. To, uh, like Mike, you picked up Legend of Dragoon. I would yeah. love to play that. I love yeah, that series yeah, yeah. Um, or that game. I don't know if there's a series for it. But I'm yeah. seeing um I'm seeing a good deal on Yahoo Auctions JP. That's two PS2 Slims, one black, one pink for 120 dollars. So like 12,000 yen. So yeah, you and Seabass could just, split that. Yeah, just split it, Eric. Let's go. <laughs> we could do a little Rochambeau on who gets the pink, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you can have the pink. I'm cool with the black. I'll take the pink. <laughs> I have a silver one. It's pretty cool. Silver stick too. Yeah, Danny, I want to ask yeah. you how many PS2 because you, for those that are just tuning in, our friend Danny, he lives in Sweden and uh, he's actually running a bit of a, a retro game store where he finds good deals on, you know, big hauls on games and then separates them and sells them individually. And uh, you must have a few PS2s, I would imagine, or at least a bunch of I games do. at the very least. I'll show. Would you mind grabbing those and we can uh, show those in a sec? That'd be cool. Yeah. I want to take a look at that. Yeah. Dude, no, no hate to the pal. Uh, box that one. Oh, got a nice box, box, man. In the box. You know what? Do you know it, what my Danny doesn't have headphones. You don't know what we're talking. Oh yeah, he can't hear me. Box but... slim one. Oh, that's cool. He's <laughs> <laughs> like yelling. Okay, Anthony, keep going. No, I'll, I'll wait for him to come back. Jack I don't hear Daxter limited edition. Oh, that that's cool. sick. That one's really cool. I love Jack and Daxter. Box. It's just a it's just a fat one though, but with the game, I guess. I love the it's just the box that's different. Dude, that was my Jack shit. and Daxter and Ratchet and Clank. What a fun series. Those are so fun. Those are I love my Jack favorite, Daxter, man. Were they both in no one Jack and Daxter was Naughty Dog and Ratchet and Clank was yeah. Insomniac, right? Yeah. I think so. I love both, man. Oh. All right. And then Danny, I have like, I like Ratchet and for you. Clank. I have three Danny. Danny it's Sorry, what? Danny, it's so funny because you have the headphones. So like <laughs> you, you take off the headphones and Anthony was about to say something and like like in the middle of a sentence you're just like PS2 Slim <laughs> in the box <laughs> um, so one of the one of the things that always bothered me about PAL PS2 games is the, the uh, spine art because they're all just white and you can see it behind you oh yeah I know or well the platinum uh, editions like the I don't know what that is. Like the re-releases of the same yeah. game, but with the oh, greatest it's like silver. Yeah, yeah. they call platinum. In oh, okay. Paladin. Yeah, the five the, the five games in the library that ruin it. And that's that's what you I can see one in the middle. I think it has a black yeah, yeah, border. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Switch has that problem too, where all the spines are just red with the white text. And like, I don't know. I kind of like when the spines like have that art in them. Yeah, you know, right? it, yeah. Like, it looks cooler on display to me. Mm. Although I'll argue that uniformity is good for yeah. consoles like the N64 in America, uh, where they all have the same color scheme where it's like blue, green, yeah. yellow yeah. on it, but you still get that art. So yeah. I think it is, yeah. I think, I think that one gets a pass words. for sure. Yeah. 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 Um, Cause that looks so good on any shelf, having a bunch of games and they're all the same, like green or blue, whichever one yeah. there's like green, green collectors and blue collectors. I'm a if, green myself. If you're really OCD though, the the PS3 is the worst because there's so many versions of that PS3 logo on the spine, oh, and they they're yeah. not the same height. Oh. So you if you line them up, it just looks all fucked up. It's the worst. You know what's also weird? I just picked this up the last time I went there. Some games come with these boxed covers, and some don't. So like I just I picked up Bioshock for like five oh, yeah. bucks, and it it came with this like cardboard cover. But look at like it's all sunburnt. 
So like that's it's all orange, but it's supposed to be this be red, red color. Oh jeez. <laughs> so it's like it's just shit. Like I don't want this, but I'm not gonna throw it away. I mean it's like it's like some holographics that's cool, but like yeah. it doesn't it stands out, you know? So I don't know. Yeah. I think this is a pal copy actually, because it says Peggy eighteen. That's pal, right? That's pal. Peggy yeah. eighteen. It should say in the Peggy from I think. I'm not sure Danny, who's Peggy? Peggy actually. Who is Peggy? Peggy? Yeah, who is it? Uh, it's my ex wife. Uh, I think they're with my leg. Oh, shit. So, we've uh, advanced what consoles we would uh pick up or we would want for the rest of your life. A couple PS2 folks in here, some Nintendo Switchers. Um, but uh, does anyone want to show off any recent uh, just about the pickups? Me, me, me. Danny, it's been a while since we've had you on. Let's have you go first. Yeah. I had some cool stuff that came into the store. It's basically just new stuff, actually. Ooh. We have like some Switches. Stuff. It's been a crazy week for Switches. So a regular Switch Lite. Nice. Ooh, nice. And I already own a copy. It is going on the store, the Pokemon edition. Oh, nice. Oh. Cool. I like that version. That's the Lite? Huh? Uh, yeah, that's light. the Lite. Okay. That's the Lite. And speaking of Switch, we also got this. Whoa. Demon Can you describe it for our audio listeners? Demon X Machina, what's it called? Limited, Orbital Limited Edition. So oh, basically sure. the collector's edition. Is that game good? I don't know. That game didn't what get much. I have no idea. It's a, it's a mech action game, um, but it, it, it did okay. I don't think it like really like did that Ooh. well. Uh -huh. um, I like it's that. A it's a cool box. box it. Yeah, it looks cool. Yeah. Does it come with? Yeah. Does it come with like a figure? It's a robot statue, a yeah. hundred-page art book, wow. steel book case, and the game. Wow. And Danny, how are the how are the switches selling for you? Are they selling pretty quickly, or are they selling super quickly? Yeah. So basically, I posted them like two hours ago. One already sold. So. Oh my god! Damn. Yeah. Wow. People are just wanting. They go quick. Yeah. They go quick. There's, nice. they're still sought after, I guess, following COVID, man. It's still, they are, it's they are, still yeah. not. The demand's not filled yet, for sure. Yeah. Same in Japan. Every all the used consoles, um, in box are about four hundred when they sell brand new for three hundred usually. So it's it's still about a hundred dollars marked up right now. It's Danny, you ship to US, that. right? Or what? Do you ship to US? E I can. It's super expensive, expensive yeah. though. Yeah, yeah, because that that Pokemon Switch is looking pretty nice. <laughs> That's a, I love that the Switch is in region locked. It's awesome. Yeah, you yeah, got a new customer good. there, Danny. <laughs> Ant's about to make a drunk purchase, huh? <laughs> I know. Good thing I'm not drinking tonight because I'd be like, do it, do it now. <laughs> the shipping's a hundred dollars. It's fine. <laughs> I also got the best classic mini console. SNES. Nice, oh, there we go. nice, dude. That that version, I love the the PAL and JP mm. uh, it's awesome. design. It's so much better. Yeah. What do you like better, just the way it looks, or? Yeah, I just think it has like a cooler looking design. I hate the boxy look of the American yeah. version. Yeah, I agree. Dude, like the controller. I gotta disagree with. I think the North American Super Nintendo controller is much better than the Super Famicom, though, because the Famicom, all four buttons are like beveled out, and they're yeah. like they feel plasticky uh -huh. and toys. Yeah, the they're North like convex and concave. The, yeah, yep. the North American one's the only one that has the two uh, concave. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. So, 
it's the that's the only big difference is like when you're playing super famicom the colors are cute but it feels cheap it feels super plasticky like i don't like it it's like this is weird but this you get that grip so when you're holding down and then yeah, pressing yeah. B, like it feels really nice yeah so that makes sense it's a small it's a small pet peeve but yeah. i think the super famicom Especially console looks better right I agree with you. you know you know what so I'm... you gotta use this controller though you know what I love the most about the classic is they they kept the same issue where it yellows. Yes. On the classic. Look at it. Look at it. It's like it's, it's, this one started yellowing when I got it. It was like white. They kept it. <laughs> they kept the classic with the same fucking plastic from the nineties. No, they, they probably had I, like a I, backlog of them and just melted them down. This doesn't look. Look. This, this is the under. This is the top. It's always the top yeah. part too. I don't know what the always fuck. the top. And this is not in sunlight. Imagine. This is this is this is inside like a like a cabinet. Like it's like you know like stored <laughs> away. So There's weird. no sunlight hitting it. It's That's start... what happens when you're a chain smoker. I know, right? I gotta stop. It's crazy. <laughs> That's a sign. I thought the yellowing only happened from smoking households. That that was my theory. I guess that's not true at all. I think it was the sun as well, right? Yeah, I thought it was I think the it's, sun. It's not the sun because this does not touch the sun at all. Stop smoking. Not... <laughs> I think I think it's oxidizing. Yeah, it's oxidizing. Yeah. Oh, could it be the paint so or the you plastic. Can, um, you can you can there's like a it's not bleaching it but there's like a cat like a solution you can dump it into. Also, purify it UV lights. There's like light oh, retro bright, retro bright. Yeah, the UV retro lights. Retro bright. There you go. Yeah, those yeah. those like LED lights that are like that cobalt blue yeah, light the, looking. Yeah. Yep. Ultraviolet. Yeah. So your girlfriend will well. love you investing money in. Uh, a light station to de-bleach your yeah. <laughs> throw all the clothes well, the out of her closet is, the thing is girls use those for their gel nails and then they can um Ooh, babe. you can share you know hey babe i could share on next story sharing is caring sharing is caring hey babe can i can i white in my game boy and your nail thing <laughs> no no you can do, do it together reverse you go babe i know you're always doing your nails i i just want to buy this for you and then, just don't yeah. mention the, and then she comes home and you got like six consoles like underneath it like sun tanning like it's like a whole it's like 10 rows of lights i got my game boy like cartridges in there delay, like, they're like swinging from the ceiling yeah okay sorry um uh who wants to go next mikey i raised my hand mikey. i got a pretty this this is a pickup that hits very close to home this is a game i used to play and Sebastian used to play a I know lot. where this is going. A lot. And it's one of my favorite titles on a Super Nintendo. I'm on the edge of my here. Super Adventure Island. Wow. wow. Boxed. Damn. What, what's the full name of the game? Something Island? What is Sup that? Super Adventure Island. It's the Adventure Super Adventure Island. Yeah, it's like the Adventure Island series. They had, they made a couple it's kind of like less known. But uh, it's basically like a uh, a platformer, and if you listen to the end of the podcast, the song, the soundtrack is one of my favorites. It's like top notch. They they kind of stole all like you know how games would take like the '80s like hits and then make them into yeah. like you know the the sound the OSTs, <laughs> dude. But it's like it sounds so good, man. And the gameplay like this is one of my favorite games to like just roll through. It's just a platformer. It's like wacky kind of like sprites it looks beautiful too i don't know i love it is that the american version of the sebastian didn't isn't that the game you bought me like you bought me the japanese one or is that a different yes. game? same game right yeah okay so i have that oh. loose that's so for those listening he has the american 
Super Adventure Island box. Super oh, Nintendo. so that's those, it. Those Super Nintendo boxes are so good, dude. I know. God damn it. Those I forgot awesome. how small they are, dude. Like, I the actually Japanese forgot. The box art is a little better, in my opinion. No, for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Let's do a box art comparison. I agree. That's so sick. I think the... Okay, I think the okay the Japanese ones are great, but oh, yeah. I guess I just don't see I don't see the American ones often, so I kind of I want yeah. them, but I, yeah. I'd have to agree the the artwork is much more unique on the it's like the most Japanese, ugly. but they're just so common. I like the American, yeah, that's good. Just a little naked, very nice, dude. dude. Uh, you can't see it, so but the, the kid has like the little Hudson there, huh? the Hudson soft hat. So sick. Oh, sick! I love it. Nice, dude, Mike. Uh, well, I'll let Sebastian do the next one. I think. Well, is, is Mike done? Yeah, that's all I got. Oh. Uh, um, so I so this well, I just showed this game re just now because this is actually supposed to be for Mike in a package that's gonna be going to him. I bought this a while ago. Right. Woo! Very nice. But um, now I got both. You nice to Islands. Now, now you got both copies. That one looks sick. Um, that one looks really clean too. It's not that it's not that clean, but I found it's like one of the only ones I could find. Okay. It was at, like I, I looked at many places. It was at Book Off, and Book Off came Please. through. Hell yeah. But um, yeah, just so pe for people that haven't played this game series, I I don't think it's like like a like a super great game to be honest. Like it's not it's probably not one that people would go to. But for me and Michael, it kind of holds like sentimental value because it was one of the ones we had. You know what I mean? And we would always go to like travel in the summer into um Europe, and our we, ha we ha have it at our grandma's house, and we it would be so fun playing as kids and like playing that game because it was kind of like one of those games like you Michael said you could just run through and have a good time and like. You could pr probably beat it in a couple hours, you know. I got. had fun bosses and fun music. I got. I got a button, man. I really think like if you haven't, if you're looking for a game to play on Super Nintendo, definitely try this. I don't know what it, like. So it's it's obviously a platformer, right? Like Mario, Sonic. It's like comparing to all this shit, but it's it's its own lane, where the movement is like not like other platformers. It's kind of like more slidey. You also have like a weapon that, um. You have like different types of weapons. You have like a hammer that has like an arc shot and it has a boomerang that goes back and away. And you have different types of weapons and shit. And you can like upgrade them to throw like more, like the more you collect, the more you can like throw. So like, I don't know. I feel like the mechanics are like great. You know what I mean? Like, I, I actually think it's a really great game. It's Bo fun. Boss fights sometimes, are really good and the levels are really good. The enemies can be cheap sometimes because you don't see them coming sometimes. Yeah, but that's but... the fun of it, dude. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. Then let me, let me let me finish. So this is a this is a something else. So this is for you, Mike. Right. But this is something that I just picked up with Eric last on last week on Monday when we were in uh, Super Potato because Super Guy was closed. Uh -huh. So to go to go with your uh, boxed Japanese version of uh, Super Adventure Island, we got the official guide. Oh, what? Ooh. Oh, that's cool. What? Nice. This this guide is very interesting. It's very good condition. It's like a pretty pretty clean. Looks there's nothing wrong with it. It's like it's super nice. New. Wait, good. it's like a game guide? Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, it's much more than that, Mike. It's much more than that, guys. Let me show you let me let me just show you what's in here. This is pretty pretty interesting. Um, first, so it has some pretty it has some so this is this is pretty cool cuz I don't think a lot of people get to see like these old Japanese guides cuz I think there's some pretty unique stuff and I think this makes me want to kind of check out more of these old Japanese guides. Because if you look inside, like, here's some cool art. Like, they got some comics of the what character. The right? That's sick. And yeah, then, awesome. so they have, like, a full comics, like, series, like, you know, like a, like a little manga in here. And they have, like, a little, some cool art. I think if you're a fan of the game, I think it's cool art. 
That's sick. And then, so I was going through this, right? I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. Like, this is a pretty cool, uh, uh-huh. pretty cool thing. And then that, I, I got to this page, and I was like, oh, it's like an island. It's like more realistic. It's oh, this is cool, right? It's like super vaporwave. It looks good. Yeah. Yeah, it does look. It does look pretty vaporwave. Look, look, it's like a nice island. It's like I don't know where they picked. And then, I open up. I get to this. I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> Back, wow. You gotta zoom that in. You gotta switch it up to the camera. Hold on, let me see if I get let me see if I get some uh the super adventure one guy. Then I'm like, okay, and look, it has like the actual game and everything. It's like so it's getting to the game, but it has this guy. So I was like, okay, this is this is interesting. They're trying to be like, you know, have some actual like in real life dress up. And then I was get I was kept going. And I'm like, okay. There Dude, he is again. Is so good. Who is that guy? Did he like? Is he like one of the developers of it, or is he just some he random? He probably dude? is. I did some. Re- I did some research, and I, I do know about the guy. But let me just keep going because I think without the context, it's funnier. And we're gonna bring right, him in right now. <laughs> dude, some of these are really yeah, look, good. He was showing. Well, they, they, they have like picture, They have pictures of actual bananas in here and fruits, and like they remade the weapons into like like clay art. Oh and stuff. yeah, what the hell? And then hold on, look look at this. Oh my wow. god, dude. Do you have the one of him on the waterfall? I want to see that one. That one's my That's, favorite. Dude, there is some stuff so in here. There's some this guy, I don't know what they were thinking, but like this is just like mascot, um, man. I love him. He's got his balls out on the picture. He he's just he's, ma- he's, he's making they- funny face making funny faces. It's like but let me let me show you. This one's pretty funny. This you is just the, find the waterfall, dude. It's the best one. It's so funny. Um, yeah. Hold on. That's so like it's so weird that it's so small. You know. All right. This is the best one. Uh, surfing, dude. <laughs> he's surfing, He's on a skateboard. He's on a skateboard. <laughs> His face is so stupid. I wish I, I wish I could like zoom in on it more, but I I, I don't think I can because my lens. We might need to add in like zoomed in versions of that yeah. image onto the actual export. It's got to be online somewhere. His face is so. I, I kind of wanted to make that. I kind of wanted to animate that character like on the waterfall, like him like angrily <laughs> yeah. like moving around. Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It looks like this sounds mean, but he looks mentally like not all there. He looks kind of unwell. He doesn't so... look. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you guys the background about this guy. So apparently, so you know, as this game was made by Hudson Soft. Um, here, let me just get the zoom in and back on myself. Um, so this game was made by Hudson Soft. So this guy was actually, um, apparently, um, he's he was like the Hudson Soft game like game champion. Like he he won like gaming competitions for Hudson Soft, and he was like one of their top players. So they chose him to be in the book as the character. Oh my god! So contest. And, <laughs> yeah. So he like he like won, I guess. And he was kind of he was kind of famous, yeah. So pretty Kinda. pretty cool guy. I wonder what he's doing right now. <laughs> what do you think he's up to? I think he's he has gray hair and he's sitting just drinking probably. <laughs> he's playing like he's playing through it like for the millionth time. Never let it go. <laughs> he's like Uncle Rico. Probably at one of those like uh those retro game bars where it's just like smoky. I used to corner, be like I used he's to in be. the corner smoking cigs, like you ever you ever play Super Adventure Island? Don't tell the kids. Days, no respect. No respect. <laughs> he, he looks. He looks at the modern games like that's not a game. So Mike, that that couldn't have been better. Like yeah, just like uh, 
lucky pickup. Yeah, what like, the he fuck? bought you the guide for the game, and so, you just bought the box version for yeah, yourself. Yeah, that's so. crazy. That's for you, Mike. That's awesome. Thank you, dude. Hell yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah. Congratulations. Dude, another Mike thing. Mike and Fashion are brothers, by the way. For those listening, if, if, yeah, just for context, like this, why are they buying each other gifts? Like, this was <laughs> this was thirty bucks. Really? Only crazy. thirty bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Where do you where do you buy that, Mike? Because I don't know Mer where you buy stuff. Mercari jersey. Mercari. Oh, I'm going. Really? I right just there? switch between all of them. I usually yeah. stick with eBay. I gotta check out Mercari. eBay, Mercari. Like sometimes you someone posts something like randomly, and they just post it as like so cheap. So you just Wait, they snag have Mercari it. in USA. Yeah, they have everywhere. Yeah. I don't know if Sweden, Danny, do they have Mercari? Nope, never heard of. It's like Walmart. <laughs> No. Uh, just a weather update in Japan. I think there's a typhoon out here. Sebastian, are you hearing this rain? Holy uh -oh. cow. Dude, it is like torrential downpour right now. I'm good right here. There's no, there's no rain by yeah, me. Think, I'm surprised there's no leaks in this house, dude. This, <laughs> this place is old. It's like me, me and Eric okay. are like within, within an hour of each other. So we get the same weather. Anthony. Like you minutes something. away. Hey, yeah, I got... I got a few pickups. I, lo um, I love Anthony's segment whenever he picks things up. He's always got oh, the good shit. His segment is drug purchase of the week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, just yeah I, don't, I don't trust myself <laughs> on eBay. I, I got to like somehow figure out a way to block eBay when I'm drunk. I like, can't get on it. Use the, use the app block app. I know. But then I would just like, like fuck that. Um, so I went to this new game shop uh, in a few towns over from me. And... The owner had Earthbound in the box, and I was trying to get him to sell it to me. And oh. it's it's like it's one of those things where like people have a game shop and they have all the coolest shit they have is not for sale. Yeah. And it's like it's like get take it away because I'm just gonna get like upset, you know? Like that's sick that you have it, but like this is a store, not a museum. Like I don't I don't yeah. know. It just yeah. like, it sucks. Like I don't I don't care that much, but it's it kind of sucks um but anyway he gave me some good deals um starting with illusion of gaia on the super nintendo oh nice so this is an action is rpg kind of like terranigma i think terranigma is the better of the two but um that's a cool one and then he gave me a really good deal i think i paid like 15 dollars for this final fantasy legend on the game boy Ooh. which is called i think it's called saga in japan yeah can i see um, it again let me try to get a good focus on it. Okay, okay. Final the only yeah, thing that, 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 that's the saga series, yes. Yeah. Um, and I don't so, think there's a pal. Yeah, I think when they brought it to America, they they named it Final Fantasy to appeal to the American audience. Same with like uh, Final Fantasy Adventures, the first Secret of Mana game, technically. Mm, that's why yeah. it's in the collection of mana. Um, and then, you know how I am. I found out that there's Legend 2 and 3, so I went on eBay oh. like that night. And I just, I, I had to do it, you know? So uh, 2 is on the way, but 3 is right here. So, Hell yeah. Yeah. Damn. Those are, and, those are good games, actually, apparently. And they, they still sell for a high value here in Japan. I think 2 is the most popular and actually the rarest to pick up in Japan. But um, 3 is the most developed. But I think 2, I think, is like a fan favorite. In that yeah. Series. Mm -hmm. I heard there's like a monster collecting portion of the game, too pretty sure um so it makes it kind of different and i guess the story is like really complicated for a game boy game so i'm excited to play it i was playing final fantasy adventure uh like right before this and that game's fucking brutal really because <laughs> yeah yeah you're walking on a grid but it's got the secret of mana action rpg mm. 
So like if you're just standing on a block and the enemy comes towards you and you're trying to hit it, it'll just walk into you and you get you get hurt. You can't avoid getting hit by something. It's brutal. It's hard. Yeah, it's so brutal. Wait, is that is that similar to like Pokemon Mystery Dungeon and that that necromancer game? The crypt of the necromancer where it's almost where the you're you're on a grid, so your character's on a grid, but the enemies aren't. So the enemies just like go wherever oh. they want, but you don't. So it's it's like so frustrating. Interesting. Because yeah, I like it, those mechanics. We were talking about that uh Crypt of the Necromancer with the Legend of Zelda mix yeah, on the yeah, Switch yeah. or whatever. That those mechanics of uh where when you move, they move. Um I I I I haven't played too much of them, so I'm finding them pretty fun. Because I as a kid I didn't play the Pokemon Mystery Dungeon games because they just seemed like a cheap spin-off, but they're actually pretty fun, and I started looking into uh, like other games that that's inspired from. Yeah. And Sebastian, you probably know this game, but there's uh, I'm looking I I'm gonna buy it the next time I go to Sudagaya. But there's a game called for the Game Boy called uh, Cave Noir. Do mm-hmm. you know this yes. game? Yes. Yeah. So that that game uh, has those exact mechanics where when you move they move. So I, I but it's really old. So it, those games you're showing kind of remind me of that. That's like cool. it looks similar as far as the. Did that like get American? Design and stuff. Do you know? Let me take a look. Um, there's another one that I, I pre-ordered through Limited Run called Sheeran the Wanderer. And that's that's a mystery yeah. dungeon game that looks pretty good. I think it, I think you can buy it right now digitally on Switch. Um it, it looks like it actually might be a Japan only. It's all uh, um I'll send a link on the Discord if if you guys want to look at it. It looks super sick. Oh wow, this looks I mean you probably don't even need to uh play it in English because it's just gameplay, right? I well, I did watch some gameplay footage, and if you know like basic, like you guys could play it, like you guys could, because it's all like hiragana, like it yeah. has an like, item, and I think uh, potion is like, oh, what's the word for it, kaifuku or something? I can't remember, but they're they're pretty simple words. Once you learn, like what's this, what's this, what's this, you only need to know probably like twenty or twenty five different vocab words, and you'd be good. I mean, there's probably some dialogue that would be annoying, but yeah, um, I'd like to pick it up. It's too bad there's not an English one, but. It looks pretty good. It sells for about ten bucks. So sorry, just you showing those games reminded me of that because I've been looking. I'm gonna. I'm gonna see if I can get. Okay. Whoa. Uh, (laughs) If it's ten bucks, you guys want to grab me a copy because I'm seeing it for like. I'm seeing one for like eighty. One for. Let's go today, Eric. Not that much. It's well. It's dumping rain. I don't know if I'm going today, but. uh, Okay, so there's there's an English translation cartridge I could get. That's here. It's like you can get it from China. Yeah. Yeah. I'm seeing that on eBay. Yeah, it looks to... like there's probably fan translations. Um, really cool box art on this. Wow. Cave wanted... Noir, the sleeper hit from Japan. Uh, yeah, this box yeah. art. I wanted to grab really... my copy I have on a uh, on Game Boy. It's uh, Azure Dreams. It's kind of like. Uh, oh. Yeah, it's kind of like Why that. It it's kind of like the same idea, like the mystery dungeon kind of stuff, but um, it, it's like it a tower. Funny. And uh, you like your. Oh, yeah, it's like a PS1. you have like pets. There's also a Game Boy game though. That was the first one. I think it works really well as a Game Boy game because Game Boy games like traditionally on like the original fat Game Boy are a little bit hard to see. The screen isn't, it kind of bleeds and stuff. Yeah. That kind of game where it's more like a puzzle where it's it's action, but it's like if I go down, they're going to go this way. It's a little more methodical. I think it works really well. So I, I want to I wanna give it a try. It's probably really fun. It's kind, so, of, it's kind of cool though. It's like... um. Actually, there's like um here I can put it down here. Maybe I can put it in the probably can't see it. But this is it's kind of like in Pokemon you have your 150 Pokemon. It has like 
there's like a i think a hundred something different uh they're like sprites basically that um yep. and they evolve as you like go through the dungeon and everything so would you recommend the uh, ps1 release or the game boy because they're saying I, the game boy is a stripped down version but it might yeah be i i haven't tried the the playstation one though okay i saw i saw the game boy one and i was like oh, i might as well pick it up because it was cheap yeah yeah so just to confirm, it looks like there is a Cave Noir English fan translation because there's not that much dialogue. So it was probably pretty quick for them to to hack and change yeah. to English. So I'm gonna I'm gonna buy the Japanese and probably try to download and play that English version. Looks I'm, looks fun. Yeah, I'm probably gonna get the English translation cart. They have like a, a re reproduction cart you can get. It's only oh, that's nice. How much is that selling for? Uh, ten bucks. It's like a you can get it from China on eBay. Yeah, you can do that because you don't have an EverDrive or anything, right, for the Game Boy? Because otherwise, no. you can just do that. I feel like, yeah, uh, I don't know. I have it for N sixty four, and like, what what kind of sucks yeah. about those is it kind of you lose like motivation to collect for that console once you have the EverDrive. Well, that's, that's because you're downloading games you don't own, right? Well, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, you're not supposed right. to say that, but like, you know. Well, also on top of that, I don't. Like most of my collections at my parents' house, and like I don't need to bring. I have like most of the heavy hitter games in N64, but I'm not going to bring like a hundred N64 games if I could just well, have the one cartridge. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is that that's where I would argue having the EverDrive is is really nice, even if you like at least uh like because you were saying once you have the EverDrive, you lose motivation to collect for it. But yeah. if you only if you only put games on it that you own, you can leave all your games at your mom's house, but load all 150 games. Or whatever onto the cartridge and now you have it and yeah 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 that's why i do it i only put on there what i own and then that way like oh i'm in the mood to play this game you can fire it up and you don't have to go grab it and take it out yep. of the box mm -hmm. and damage the box you can keep it where it is and just load the file like, yeah and what i love about the everdrive is um n64 games they're doing a there's like a ton of modded n64 games now like they have the smash 64 remix they just added conquer to it so like <laughs> and it, that's gonna be fun it's so cool, yeah. Does he have his tailspin float I think animation so, yeah. in there? He does like a frying pan attack too. It's pretty cool. <laughs> I That's saw great. that they added Luigi to the. They did like the official like Luigi um, Super Mario sixty four mod. It's like they have like a working like real one. That's like oh, based yeah. off the original source. They Luigi. should um. They should just recreate Mario uh, Super Mario sixty four DS, but like make it N sixty four or something. Yeah. With all like the added DLC for the DS one, just put it back on N64. I feel like that'd be cool. But um, I wanted to add to Anthony's point with the emulation. I agree because um, like for me, like with the SNES Classic, like I can load games on there. But like I think just having all those games on there, it's like knowing that you can switch at any time, and like it's easy to get bored of the game you're playing. Paradox of choice. <laughs> yeah, and then I, I think with Eric, like you're you're doing that thing where it's like, okay, I, I'm just only putting the games on I own. It's like you're kind of like tricking yourself mentally or like adjusting yourself mentally to be like okay i'm cool with this i can yeah. play it like this so it depends yeah. on people yeah. i think personal restriction i put on myself because growing up i used to jailbreak my ipod touches and stuff and put mm. games on there and I'd, I'd buy a psp and put super mario 64 on it yeah. but by the time you were it was almost more fun learning how to jailbreak than it was actually playing it because it's yeah mario 64 you want to put it in you want to play on the the controller so I think that EverDrive is like a good, yeah. That's just a personal restriction where it's like, okay, because if I if I just download any game I want, it's, where's the fun? It's, it's like it's like loading uh, cheat codes on Grand Theft Auto. Once you do that, 
you lose that immersion you lose the risk factor it's money's no longer a factor uh same with like oblivion the du item duplication glitch the game sucks after that point because yeah. why i go back and you already know how to break the game so it ruins it so that's just what i do personally and uh anyway so i think that drive is really cool but you you can get that paradox it, it, it can be nice to like you said sebastian like you could have all of your like because i feel that too i'll have like 40 games on here but you can still switch at any point between them even though i own them all but when you when you like manually put in one game, you're much less likely to like shut it off because you're kind of committed to it. So I can I can see both sides of that yeah. for sure. But I just personally only put on what I collect and then that keeps the collecting still fun. I'm only allowed to play what I own, but you know, mm. that's just a yeah. I like that. So it's a lot of self control. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not easy. It's something I don't have. It keeps it so fun. It keeps it so fun because once yeah. you buy it, you're like, yeah, finally play it. Yeah. So same with Shantae coming out on the Switch. That was hard for me to restrict myself not to just download it onto my Game Boy because I never thought I would own the game because it's like $500 loose. But now that you can buy it digitally for 20 bucks, or if you can find limited runs for 30 I, I now legally own it. So I, I feel like I have the right to put it on my Game Boy now. And it's fucking awesome. I've been playing it. It's great. Nice. So, yeah. yeah. Cool. Great. Uh, so, well, wait, wait, wait. if I go next? Um, I want Eric to show that game that he's been talking about for the past two weeks. So I have mixed feelings on this this reveal because um, basically I I kind of want I bought this one in case we ever did a segment of games that we're not really proud to own, but it is interesting to own. So this one I'm gonna admit right off the bat, it's not in good taste. Uh, there's nothing. Uh, well, I'm just gonna go ahead and show it. But uh, in Japan. Uh, dude, I'm sorry, but it's seriously so torrential downpour rain. I, if I'm shouting, I apologize. It's I don't hear, so loud. I, don't hear I can barely hear anything. Well, you guys, my mic's not picking it up, but like in real life, it's like yeah. thunderous. It's, it's I can barely, I might get some headphones or something. I can't hear. Um, <laughs> akin to games like Fire Emblem and uh, Advanced Wars, there's a lot of like kind of like strategic battle army you know, uh, where you control the army sort of games, simulation sort of games. Well, um, there's also the some kind of realistic versions of that. Uh, and in particular, oh. there's... Uh, oh. They also really like World War II. Oh. And I saw this in the box uh, for the Super Nintendo. Oh, I know what it is now. I know what it is I know what it is. To see this on a Nintendo system, <laughs> it felt wrong. You piece of shit. Why'd you but buy that? For sake of historical uh, preservation, I'm sorry, you guys. Holy oh shit. no! Dude, <laughs> this is fuck? this is the this is that one game I would always see and walk by and be like, "What the fuck, man?" <laughs> That's how you know you're at book it's, off. It's Adolf Adolf Hitler on a Super Nintendo box right on the freaking cover it's not even like in the background it's not even subtle nah, it's literally like he's the biggest face you're adolf. And the the best part i think the only redeeming factor in this is the game looks like ass so i'm never <laughs> gonna play it. i'm never gonna fire this up it looks horrible um is but... it actually called adolf hitler super adolf hitler, right? oh, dude. super it's adolf called, Bar called barbarossa it's called barbarossa which was apparently uh like a famous Pirate. battle, yeah. like uh, yeah. they were fighting over control or something. So I think there's some like, it looks like there's a Japanese general on here and Stalin and 
Oh man, it's it's just all the big, all the big boys. It. But it was like fifteen bucks, and I was like, you know, I, I well, I don't know for the podcast. I know it's in horrible taste, but Ma- imagine parents gonna, bring, gonna... bringing that home. Yeah. <laughs> so sorry to bring this sure on the podcast. I don't want to taint our image at all, but uh, <laughs> let's not include this one in the in our highlights, huh? Let's just keep it. But <laughs> that's the only reason I bought it. It says historical war simulator oh god and for it is a part of history not proud of it this one's going in the back of my closet um at least you have a good conversation starter if somebody looks through a game collection like i'm not a good conversation starter but it's a conversation (laughs) (laughs) how i want to start conversations i I in no way support what this man did when when someone asks you eric they're like what's your favorite game give me one second (laughs) but it is interesting that I don't know. It's like, okay, we can get off this topic immediately following this, but it's like, you would never see this yeah, in America. Yeah, in America? No way. Never. No way. Not it's even a chance. Yeah. But historically, and I think, I mean, they were sided with Nazi Germany during the war. So yeah. it's like, it's okay. But it's just so interesting because you find games like on Nintendo where like they would censor anything religious, like games that had like a cross on a crypt or yeah. something games would remove that in the pal i think in the pal regions there was some examples of some games that did that but they can throw hitler on a cover like it's so well, i don't know it's, it's japan it's just man. like it's japan i know anything goes it's like the world is just like, different and i remember um, when again, um, i'm not proud to own it but figured it was worth like yeah just showing like this, it is interesting that it's a good segue but, into a point i want to bring up about like censorship so i remember when ted came out in japan they they actually cut out like every scene that had to do with marijuana in it they cut that out and oh, i actually just bought a uh i just bought like a, a pokemon card and i specifically bought the japanese version of that pokemon card it's it's called sabrina's gengar it came out in like 99 i think yeah and the japanese version of it has tombstones in the background that are crosses and the american version it's just totally blank like the background is just totally blank so i don't there's like there's certain things that you know japan's sensitive to that we aren't and vice versa so yeah it's culturally different it's the same thing about like it's the same thing about china right because in china games are not allowed to show like death or bone or something like that because if you look like at the wow the the world of warcraft version of in china the undead race has no like bones or anything sticking out just basically a purple dude running around really i want to see that (laughs) Wow! Really? They censored death? Yeah, they censored death. Are video games oh, even allowed in China? Death, like... like skulls or bones or anything? Oh like yeah, I can I can see it. The they just That's so yeah weird. the undead like their yeah. their elbows are like bones and their knees are bones and then the Chinese version it's just they have they're totally covered. They're just like trolls. Man, That's, that's got to be so annoying to develop before you make this like yeah. sick design. And they're like, yeah, just cover that up. <laughs> just cover it up please no death. Uh, no death and then just very quickly um you were mentioning Maricari, uh sebastian uh i or not sebastian sorry mike you were you were mentioning Maricari, mike um i in japan you can't use Maricari unless you have like a sim card and i haven't been used i've had a pocket wi-fi only for the longest time but i yeah. just now got a sim card I picked up a really clean, fresh Ooh. Game Boy original. Damn. It's very clean. Oh my There's God. a couple scuffs. It's not perfect, but it was only 
3,500 yen. So about $30 American. Very good deal. And uh, it's awesome. You would think you look at it and you're like, dude, that thing's huge. But when you're holding it, it's very comfortable. Yeah. Like it's actually, I would argue, more comfortable than the pocket or the color. Like the, the big size actually feels good, at least as an adult. Maybe as yeah. a kid. Oh, this yeah, yeah, for sure. But for sure. It feels better. The screen kind of ass, I'll admit. It, it hasn't aged well, but that's kind of part of its charm too. So uh, it's cool to, and it works with the EverDrive. So I've been doing some homebrew Game Boy developing. I can load it on this and see how it looks and make changes to make it look oh, hell visible yeah. on here as well. So that's very oh, useful. That's sick. Is that yeah. Bubble Bubble inside? Or what game is that? I have uh, Warrior Land in here right now. Oh, One of my nice. favorites. It's nice. a classic. It's affordable to get. Um, also, the the original DMG Game Boy, this model, has the best speaker out of all of like those older Game Boy consoles. The, oh, yeah? It's the loudest. It's the most clear. Yeah, yeah it has the best size, right? Isn't there so a, isn't there there's play Sorry, I can't there's hear because it's fucking rain. There's a there's a play loud series, right on the Game Boy. Oh, true. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so like people who like... do like live shows for like like chip tunes and stuff too, they'll plug in specifically these models of Game Boys to play to use as like a you know a chip tune synthesizer to make music. Because if you use Pocket or Color, it's not as good and oh, there's yeah. noise and stuff. Just started coming down by me, Eric. Dude, it's thundering out. I'm going to get some headphones. <laughs> just, Is just it so a guys window know. that you're covering up, Eric? I don't think you can hear you. Oh, you can't hear. I want to see so it. Did... Say again? Is, is is it a window behind the curtains? Uh, yeah, but uh, I don't want to show where I live, so I'll show you. I'll show you personally <laughs> later. <laughs> Just so, you, just so you guys know, in Japan right now, um, it's just the literally it's like the second day of the rainy season. It came earlier than ever this year. Usually it comes in like June, but it started in like mid-May. So usually Japan around this time of the year has like a few weeks of just like rain every day. Mm. Isn't spring yeah. like the best season in Japan usually? Easily. Yeah. That and the fall are really good. Spring was awesome. Like there was about like two, maybe only like two or three weeks of really good weather. So I was going out jogging and I was like, oh, this is why I love Japan. And then immediately rainy season. Yeah. And it's like, fuck, oh, she's out of here, dude. <laughs> yeah. I, want, I wanted to switch gears a little bit and bring up like a topic kind of question. Um, yeah. I kind of wanted to get into, obviously I think it's, it's, things have been getting kind of, in terms of just like in general, like gaming and how games are kind of evolving. Um I feel like different like generations of like you know with the console wars and everything and how i feel like now things kind of mellowed out and everything's just you know has its own place has its own lane um there's not really like a battle to like be the best kind of like you know the number one console that's not really like a thing anymore um but do you feel like games are progressing in um like how do you feel like how do you feel about like game because we obviously you know still go back to all retro and stuff like that right um do you feel like games are getting less interesting or because they're becoming like more complex or more realistic um that they're becoming less interesting or i don't know How, what do you guys feel about that eric i feel that there are the games that i tend to buy that are modern are usually the games that are like 30 or 40 dollars like the kind of like the smaller mini games uh, for example, the Nintendo Switch has coming out next month. This game called a uh, like Game Developer Garage or something, where mm. it's like it's like game development simplified, where you just drag and drop things. 
I'm I'm gonna pick that up because I think it's selling for like forty or thirty bucks. It looks cool. I I tend to buy games that are a little bit like like Pokemon, the new Pokemon Snap. I think that's another reason why I really like that kind of game is it's quick. Yeah. I get in there, I play for twenty minutes, yeah. and I'm good, and I'm done. Um, so I tend to to steer toward those kind of indie games or those like smaller scale games. Yeah. The 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 triple A games, man. They are all they're all fallout 3 skyrim fucking sekiro uh dark souls they're all open world massive and now i guess that that dark souls thing is pretty trendy now with sekiro and a lot of those games they all feel like these huge open world but way way too overwhelming experiences witcher 3 great games in their own right but i never i never feel like i want to fire it up because i know like people are like oh i've i've sunk 200 hours and i'm still going that to me is not enticing at all. I'm like, that's cool, but like, who has the time to do that? Like, I mm. mean, take time for it, of course, but I would much rather like, it's just, it's stressful for me to see a game like that rather than like, oh, I can fire up a game that I could play for one hour and feel like I made a lot of progress personally. Uh, so I don't, I feel like all games are like that. So, Anthony. Um, yeah. And so I think a lot, there's a lot of great open world games like Breath of the Wild and, you know, like all those games became like the standard of like a good open world game but i think um for a lot of there's like a criteria that i think a lot of triple a companies need to meet like for the new assassin's creed games like they're open world so it's like people feel like they're getting their money's worth but a lot of the time the the filler content is so simple it's like this algorithm that they're pumping out of like side quests that it's it's just busy work to just fulfill that that checklist of like, oh, it's an open world game and it's filled with content, but that doesn't mean it's good content, you know? And that's that's a thing that a lot of like these AAA games are missing is good content in their open world games. Mm. So yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I, guess, I guess, I guess, sorry, we're ping ponging, but I was going to say, uh, I haven't played through it, but I've been watching some of the gameplay of the new Resident Evil 8 game. And mm. I think, um, you know, I don't, ha- I don't have an opinion on the whole game yet besides the few hours I've seen. But what I will say is, it's definitely a lot more of like kind of it's guiding you on a path. You're not like, all right, go run around and kill zombies and get lost and open world it. There's, there's a, it's almost like a, well, it's just on rails a bit more. It feels like a Disneyland attraction ride where you start here, then you go through here, you experience this. There's, it's like a haunted house almost. And I like that a lot more. I would much rather it be, I'm, I'm assuming the game's a bit short. Like you could beat it probably like in like hours. 15 hours. Yeah. yeah. I, I I personally would rather pay sixty bucks, play for ten hours, and enjoy the experience, yeah. than have to sink a hundred hours into that that recycled side quest crap. Because it's just, I, mm. I I will never make the time to do that. Even Witcher Three, as much as I enjoyed it, I I never finished it because it was just like, all right, I get it, but I don't have time for this. It's really cool though. You know? Yeah, and that guided experience is going to give you like a more perfected experience because it's exactly. like you're going to play it as they intended you to play the open world thing. It's, it's hard to have those, especially resident evil where it's all about like the scary moments or like the impressive moments. Like you're not going to have that as much with an open world game set pieces. So, yeah. And I, I'm fine with, like what you said, Eric, like I'm totally fine with like the cheaper indie games that are short and sweet. I love those. Um, I've been really into roguelikes lately. Like Hades was probably like the best game I played in the past year that just came mm. out. Um, because you go in, you get a run in, and it, you know it could either be like ten minutes or it could be an hour. I think like 
at the most you'll spend an hour on a run and it's perfect you know you can drop in drop out hmm. nice like like I, I i recently was thinking about like touching my switch because i haven't touched it in a while and i was like i just bought monster hunter rise and like, i was like oh maybe i'll play monster hunter rise and i was like dude monster hunter has been the same thing every time right I don't think it really changes much. Like this one, they gave you like a dog and a fucking cat. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that you start <laughs> off with, you know, and it's cool. You could ride on it and run around. Like normally you couldn't do that. This one. You yeah. can like scale stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I'm like, but it's still like, you know, you pick your mission, you go out, you collect the fucking herbs, you kill the thing. It takes you yeah. 20 hours of this raptor running, like hitting it twice. It runs away. You hit it again. It runs away. You eventually kill That's it. Okay playing this year. Yeah, I fucking and, hate that. I fucking just, hate it. Yeah, I can't and, do it. And it's like, dude, so but why do I want to spend more time just to do the same thing? You know what well, I mean? Yeah. It's a formula. It's, you know, it's like if you don't if it ain't broke, don't fix it, you know. It's like it does have its, you know, cult following. Yeah. I think Monster Hunter is in a position where it's been making the same game and it's finally gotten into the limelight and then, you know, now it's getting the kind of love that some of the cult following gave it. Yeah. yeah. For better or worse, Monster Hunter is freaking massive here in Japan. It's yeah. huge. It's probably it's easily the biggest series right now, without a doubt. Yeah. Um so it's it's one of those if Sony's make you know, if Sony if, if it's doing that well in Japan, we're gonna see it's gonna be around for a long time, I Which, think, because well, you know it's just they, they love it here. You know what's crazy? Monster Hunter in Japan was kind of almost like a same kind of like Pokemon, it's kinda of like a social game where it's like people yeah, will get together and play Monster Hunter at places. Yeah. And and with the Monster Hunters now, you can, like, you all partied up together and, like, fight some bosses and shit. Which I'm like, that sounds cool. But in America, no one's really ganging up to play some Monster Hunter. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I haven't seen it. Obviously, we're, if anyone's listening, we're going to have some Monster Hunter fans. But I agree with yeah. you. Like, on a yeah. whole, no, it's, there's not as many I'm going to say it's still, like, a good here. game. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's well-polished. And, like, I think this is the best one. You know? But, um, I, mean, I don't know. It doesn't I got make friends me want to play. Like... Yeah. Yeah. I got friends that are playing the OG. I got friends that are playing the OG, um, like Japanese version on like their PS2s, um, oh, <laughs> the OG Monster Hunter with a network adapter. They're still they're, oh, like it's kind of like it's kind of like Fantasy sick. Star, like Eric does. They're still playing it on their PS2s. That's it. Shout nice. out to Fantasy Star Online, dude, on the private yeah. servers, man. It's awesome. It's so fun. Yeah. But I wanted I wanted to give my opinion on the game thing. So, um, in terms of games becoming interesting or not, I think for me, what I look for in a game is kind of two main things which is if it's like an actual complete game that's being sold not something that where i have to like because i don't necessarily want to buy a lot of dlcs and stuff like that i want to buy just like the i'm more of like a single player um gamer yeah. i don't really play online so much so something like final fantasy 7 like the remake that came out recently that appealed to me because i know i'm getting like a, like a high quality game that's kind of like based off a classic and then i'm getting a full experience kind of even though it wasn't the full story it still was like like at least like 70, 60 or 50 hours of gameplay where I could like enjoy myself, you know what I mean? And like a nice, and it's not, it, it wasn't an open world either, right? So it's kind of like, it's more guided. I'm I'm in it, so one thing I'm in it for is I'm in it for the story. Because I like story-based games like Yakuza and stuff like that. And then also the gameplay. So if I'm, when I'm buying a game, if the gameplay looks interesting to me and it doesn't have that much of a story, if the gameplay drives it, that's fun too. Or the story has to drive it for me so I can have a reason to play. Because stuff mm -hmm. like Red Dead Redemption 2, where it's like it's this open world game that also has a deep, deep story. But then 
sometimes these games, like, they're considered good games, but you have to invest so much time into it. Like, when I'm playing Red Dead, I got to play, like, at least an hour, or I'm not making really any progress either. Mm-hmm. But then there's games recently that catch my eye, like Biomutant, which is a modern game where it's kind of, um, the that gameplay looks, looks Yeah, what is that? It looks it, it's kind of a, you're kind of like an animal. It's kind of like a furry type thing where you're running around. It, it kind of looks but, like oh, Just Cause, but like more interesting <laughs> setting and character. Well, you're like a... Mike, Mike's got the zoom, let's go! Mike's got the zoom! <laughs> All three of us, like... The concept of it is like you're this like animal, but you can add like different, you can like mutate yourself with different things. And then it's like Kung Fu based as well. So it's kind of like, it kind of- Oh, so it's like, it's like Balin's Wonderworld. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Or Balin's Wonderland. <laughs> but um, the thing that caught my eye about it is it kind of brings me back to like when I saw something like Ratchet and Clank where I'm looking at like the gameplay looks fun to me, right? I want to play it because yeah. it looks fun. Um, I think he's you know? like furries. <laughs> totally did. I love me. A, <laughs> I love me. A, I love me a good a uh, furry rabbit. Um, are any of you guys Mass Effect fans? No, never played it. I never I've played it. Good, never played. Oh good. my god! I'm the only one. I've, really? I, I heard I good things. Yeah. So they just came out the Legendary Edition. They yeah. just remade all three of them. Um, that's definitely one to look out for. Uh, I love Andronoma. Wow. We don't count that one. We don't we pretend that doesn't exist. <laughs> no, one, two, and three, they're amazing. It's it's like a, a Star Wars universe almost. And uh yeah. it's it's one of the best stories told in gaming. Really? Yeah. Six. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so like but like so stories, right? So like when you look at these old older Final Fantasy games, like when you look at older Final Fantasy games like eight and ten and stuff like that, or like they're, they're like kind of, you know, you're on rails. You're following a story. There's set pieces. You're going to places that the game developer wanted you to go to, right? Mm, and yeah. even though you don't have an open world, it's more, you feel like you're more immersed almost because you're into this world, right? Yeah, on the topic of like open world, it's not that I, I don't think any of us dislike open world. It's that not every game has to have it, right? Because there's mm. games I think we'd all agree like Fallout New Vegas, like come on. It's like one of the best fucking games ever. It's filled with bugs. It's not perfect, but it's such a good experience. But it's it's an open world done very well. It's not on rails at all, but I think they're the they're they're good enough at developing the game to kind of nudge you where they want you to go. But you have the freedom to do whatever you want. But man, that that the that um oh shit, what's the name of the developer who made New Vegas? Um, Obsidian. Bethesda? Obsidian. Uh, yeah, I think I heard they're making a new game or a, a, maybe a remake of New Vegas or something. Well, they made Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds came out last year. Oh, Obsidian, right? Obsidian games. Yeah, well, I think it was people who like worked on New Vegas that uh, worked okay. on Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds was great. Okay. Um, if yeah. you I like thought there Vegas, was something else coming out. I thought there was something coming out. I could be sorry I didn't have it ready, but I don't know. I just wanted to say like. There's there's a place for open world, absolutely, and I love the Fallout series. Um, obviously, Skyrim and Oblivion. Th- th- those games, I mean, those are all <laughs> Bethesda examples, and Witcher Three is good too. But just every fucking game turning open world is just tiring. It's exhausting. I'm like, okay, you I get what, it. You like, know what? It it's like yeah. open world was like the idea that we're like that was the future. You know what I mean? Right. We're like we could have right. Pokemon, and you could just be open. Imagine it being yeah, like dude. open. But then it's like, all right, now it's like yeah. the norm, you know, and it's like, all right, what's next? So like, this is like 
what everyone's just falling back on like oh it's an open world game it's sick even breath of the wild gets boring the only saving grace is that the tools that they give you are so fun like you can play with all the different items to make yourself like launch and freeze people i'm, and, I'm gonna be real like, dude that's fun. i don't know why i could not just like get more in, than like 10 hours in on breath of the wild it gets i don't boring. know why it does i fall asleep mike uh uh oh. Big my, open field. My <laughs> boss plays Breath of the Wild, and he loves it, but he doesn't. He's not. A, he doesn't game at all. And the reason he loves it so much is he just loves like the scenery, and it's like yeah. he lives in the city, and he can just like go out into the forest, and the piano's playing. It's it's more about like the setting. So if you're into that, and if you're like longing for you know walking through the forest, and you can't do that, <laughs> you know you live in downtown <laughs> Boston, you know you play Breath of the Wild, and it like takes you into that nice setting. So that's cool for me. I mean, I, I prefer like the 2D Zelda games overall, but yeah. um, you know, it has like some people. That that's kind of a problem with open world games, I guess, because you have to make your own entertainment. Yeah, mm. right. That's a good point. Like, your own choices. Breath of the Wild is an amazing game, but it's only fun on your like if you do make it fun. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I don't know how to put it. Like, because yeah. if you just run and hit anything it's not going to be fun you you're gonna have to like make your own challenges and oh look at that i want to go there so it's like yeah. you make everything on your own which is why i don't think it really hits with everybody mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it can feel like a, it can feel like work it's just like yes. oh i gotta yeah. it feels like i have to do things it's like oh i gotta do this yeah. now and then i have the perfect time. example like, i have the because like i i love the metal gear solid series the metal gear solid 4 is my top my, probably my number one game that's like my like enjoyable experience for me like that was probably my number one thing because I, lo- I love that series from one to four but then when i played so i played one to four i loved it right all of them but then once i got to five right which is the one that's more open world and i just i couldn't finish it and that's the first time i couldn't actually finish like my favorite game series and like it ruined it for me because i just i got to the point where i just got bored i'm like this isn't fun because like I, it's like you have this you have like your whole base thing and then it's like missions are more like up to you you can still follow the story but like it was just more like a more of a chore for me, and then I was like, I don't want to manage like these like soldiers that I have on my. Yeah. I don't care about this. Yeah. I just I just want to follow the story and like do stealth shit and like shoot shit and you know follow the story, have fun, do the missions. That's it. Like I don't want to have to like manage a base and like run, walk around and be bored. Like, yeah, that's pretty much it. In terms of that base thing, it's like if no one played Microsoft Five, like you have to, you literally like at one point like the story plays, you know, and then like it introduces you to like the missions and everything, and then it introduces like oh, like, Snake, you got, like, a whole base where you can run around and, like, you can literally, like, on the battlefield on a mission, you can, like, knock someone out, you can choose to kill him, or you could choose to, like, knock him out, and you can tie a parachute to him, and it goes to the base. And then you assign them to be, like, the tanker, like, refueler or some shit. That was and that Peace Walker, too, I remember. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. Same thing. But they they moved right. that into the mainline game. And it's like, oh, you, cool. you can have over 100 people on your ship. It's like, hey, man, I don't want to do that. You know what I mean? Like, that's a lot to manage. Um, oh, dude. <laughs> one game that uh, was open world that I was in love with was Xenoblade Chronicles. I don't know if you guys ever played that one. but I want to play it. It's a lot of stuff. Like, people like talk a lot said, of shit they... about that, too, no? Huh? I feel like people talk a lot of shit about Xenoblade. The Wii U, uh, well, right? The first one is the best one by far. Um, but the, the fun of that, and, like, Danny, you, you said it, like, you create your own fun with it. And like that game was like, oh, if you're walking around at night, like you're going to see some giant monster can one shot you. But if you like go into their 
area you might be able to find cool shit and it's mm -hmm. like there's secret areas and the map is massive so literally just finding every area was fun for me because when you find that area you actually get gain xp so it was like grinding while it like just walking around and adventuring you know um i was i was I will, in love with that game i think it's great yeah I, I will say that the like you mentioned the that they're having bosses that can one shot you that is one of my favorite things when a developer because mike you were talking about playing through i think it was was it Pokemon you were playing through recently? Yeah. And you were just like, I, I couldn't lose. Like, I couldn't. It was just, yeah, you just spam field, A yeah. until you win, basically. Oh, and field, yeah. and it, it's also like, well, uh, uh, spinning over to that topic, like, we, you guys have probably seen that Twitch Plays Pokemon experiment, right? Oh, it's yeah. like It's like statistically proven that if you spam buttons long enough, you'll beat the game. Because yeah. they do it. Like, it's literally, you have a Twitch chat just spamming shit, and they're right. getting stuck in the menu and stuff, but they eventually beat the Elite Four and caught Mew and shit. Like, it, you can't lose. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> it, it is refreshing, as much as I was kind of saying how much, uh, how tiring open world games are, what was refreshing was playing The Witcher 3, uh, going up to, like, the top of a mountain, feeling completely like, dude, nothing can beat me because I'm The Witcher. Like, I'm gonna kill everything. And this huge griffin comes out of nowhere, like just one shots me and it's like you're dead and i had to go back and redo everything but that fear that fear of like death lurking around the corner goes yeah. a long way it doesn't have to be dark soulsy it doesn't have to be so difficult it's just like that area you can't go there yet because you're not high level enough it adds this fear like oh it, it's almost like legend like oh that's the mountain that's mountain doom like don't go to mountain doom because yeah. if you go yeah, there, you're going to yeah. fucking die. But if but if you can, like, but sometimes it's, like you said, you make your own challenges. Like, I'm going to go in there and try to stealth my way through. Mm -hmm. And But you're scared because you're like, oh, fuck. But when there's no risk, there's no fun. There's no, and then there's nothing the, to be scared of. So And then fun. another fun uh, thing. Is it sounds like, like fun. You, you get to a point, like, because, you know, you'll see, like, a, an enemy that can one-shot you. And it's, like, in an earlier area. And then you're, like, halfway through the game. And you're like, oh, fuck. You know what? I want to go back and fuck that thing up that fucked me up because like now i'm ready <laughs> and it and i thought the wild you, did that well too yeah the and then you realize like yeah. oh i'm creating my own fun because i'm not just like and going in a straight line i'm like i'm like thinking of going back just it's like it becomes like this personal thing right where you're like you want to go back mm -hmm. and like and you might get something cool out of it because you you know it's technically something you, you don't have to it's like an optional thing yeah, yeah that's, that's very fun yeah, yeah. I, I, that's like an example of doing it well. Yeah. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I had a similar experience to with um, also recent. I think this past year, um, the Final Fantasy twelve remake came out. Oh and, yeah. Um, twelve, I think, is one of my favorite. It's kind of like controversial, I guess. The, Not the a lot of people like it. it oh my god! Awesome. But like, so I, even, even with that, yeah, they added like you can just like hold the button and you can go like double speed, which like I didn't know. It was one of my favorite games for a long time. Like I used to play PS two, right? But like I haven't played it for a long time, and once I played the remake, and you play the normal speed, it's like, this was really slow, man. Like yeah. very slow, just walking everywhere. It's all open, almost like open world, but like with like different boundaries and stuff. But um, like being able to speed up, I was like, damn, like it actually like it helps a lot. But it also makes me realize that back then, even though it was slow as fuck, I was still like very interested and like very like engaged to the yeah. like the world and like like with that like there was a first area where there's this, this huge fucking dinosaur thing that like you would oh, look yeah. at it and you're like oh maybe i can like kill it or something i don't know but like it would always just destroy you but and you're fighting like little cactuses you're like oh man maybe one day <laughs> you know this is dude. dude is that the online one or is that 11 that's 11 that's 11. 14. okay okay yeah 
I think Holy I think I put like a hundred hours. I put like over a hundred hours into Final Fantasy XII. Yeah, wow. that one feels like an MMO. It plays like an MMO, yeah. but it's a yeah. player game. It's really good. I liked it. Cool. Hell yeah. Yeah, they have their place, man. But just with every, it's like the new game and it's open world with five times the map yeah. of Skyrim. You're like, fuck. Then I'm not gonna. Thanks for. Yeah. Thanks for informing me of a game I'm not going to pick up. <laughs> I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to avoid it because fuck but, that. It's too much. But I mean, going back to Mike's question, right? Mike's asking if the game, are games nowadays interesting? I mean, I think they are. Like, I mean, you see, def- definitely they're interesting games, but like, yeah, it's just a matter. I think the more thing that we should look at is like maybe how fun they are. Like, are games still fun? Because I think they could, they might be becoming less fun than they were. Well, I was, I was, I was mentioning that. Uh, that game uh, Dante's Inferno last week and how much I missed that game because that's another game that's kind of linear like you're you're meant to go here then here then yeah. here but the combat the combat dude yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like Dynasty Warriors where you're just fucking yeah destroying and it's fluid and it feels good and you just feel like a badass the music's rocking that is what drives the game. I don't care what the story is. You're just yeah. beating the shit out of stuff. And that that sounds so like gorilla like yes give me guns give me action but it's it's so well done and it's yeah. so fun. And that's where Ratchet and Clank and Jack and Daxter are so good. Cause the, just the combat is just fun. And yeah. that's as long as it has that. But when it gets too realistic, like that, that death stranding game, I've heard it's good, like as an experience, but you're I literally like making the guy walk. And I know it's like an experimental thing and I get that, but I would much rather have a game. That's just like, you know, you're flying, yeah. like just the fluidity of it has to be good. And I, I miss that. I miss that arcadey feel of games. It's, Everything's so slow now, I, I feel. Mm. I don't know. But they're good, but they're just so different. That's why I was bringing up Biomutant, because it did, it did remind me of that kind of type of feel. Gotta check yeah. It out. And I recently purchased, uh, I think last podcast I was on, I mentioned I bought uh, Bayonetta. And dude, I, I haven't, I never got to play Bayonetta like when it came out. And dude, I, I loaded it up for like, I was like, dude, what the? F-? I'm like, how is this gets, on Nintendo, dude? This shit was insane. Right that game is just like immediately it's like just throw you in it. Insane, it's so awesome. And the combat is like insane too. It's so over the top and like the <laughs> just the, the, Ant knows like the the beginning guy like that you meet whatever. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like, looking dude, dude. I I want Eric to just like watch that cutscene. <laughs> like so I, bad. I haven't played through it. I haven't played through it. From what I've dude. seen, it looks like a game I would really it's enjoy. It's hilarious. It really I love it. But uh, yeah, I'm you, look you mentioned. To it. You mentioned how is this on Nintendo? I think Nintendo purchased it after the fact. I think it was out on oh, PS2. Really? Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but... It was purchased. Yeah. Yep. Oh. Really? It was sold to him. So like, because yeah, I agree, on... you look at that and it's like this hot chick, and you're like, there's no way Nintendo yeah. would endorse this like it's all it's kind of sexual looking but it's crazy uh but apparently the gameplay was fun enough that they thought it was worth owning the franchise so now it's in smash and stuff which is yeah it's weird but it, it doesn't feel like nintendo at all yeah. but well, i've heard it's platinum very games, very fun um, that's not the only so platinum games ended up coming out with um what's that uh astral chain so yeah. that's the same. yeah they, so platinum games is known for like making the best combat like near automata um mm. they they worked with platinum games to create the combat system so like good action, like sword combat. That's that's Platinum Games. And Platinum Games weren't they originally Clover Studio, or didn't some of their people come from Clover, which was made the Okami makers? Is that how they developed? I forget. Maybe. Let me um. Let me look I them think up. that's the backstory on it. Yeah, they do. I think, they do shit. I, I think once Clover disbanded, I think Platinum oh, Games wow. was created. Plat- Platinum made Metal Gear Rising. 
That's actually funny. I want to play that game, dude. I, I still haven't played it. That's actually really interesting. Metal Gear Rising was like, a, there's one character in uh, Metal Gear Solid Raiden. And uh, he's kind of like the ninja kind of guy gets revealed. And he uses like a sword in this, in this game. And like, oh, yeah. you actually like get to like do all the slices and like you go slow motion and do as many as you want. And like the monster like gets cut up into all the pieces. And, sh- and so <laughs> some of the clips from it are so funny. Um, one more game that they did in 2010 that's like one of my favorite third person shooters ever is called Vanquish. Do you guys ever play that? Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. Heard of it. yeah. That game, um, you can, it's like regular third person shooter, but it's like over the top, like, you know, and you can do this thing where you slide on the ground and the game goes into slow motion. So you can just like shoot stuff while you're sliding. It's, oh, it's so, so good. Okay. I think I, right. I saw gameplay of that. So they killed a. Did you ever play? Uh, oh, I, I played that game. I played that game. I played that game. That game is fun. Yeah, it's really good. Have you ever played Super Hot, Anthony? Super Hot. I, so yeah, I um my friend let me borrow his VR and I played it. And that, yeah, that's VR, so, right? Yeah. Fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. yeah, like slow motion and you can like pick where you're gonna oh. shoot and then it, it's so fucking great, man. VR because awesome. you like grabbing guns out of the air yeah. and like fucking throwing them. At Literally people. like dodging lasers and shit. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. so cool. That's definitely my favorite yeah. VR game. Man, maybe, I need to get back I into think, VR, man. Maybe one day, like think, we can go over if VR is like. Because I'm so confused about VR. It's such like a like vague kind of world. Like, I don't know what to buy. Like, I don't know what to get. Like, I don't know if it's a good time now or maybe That's we too, can talk about I would it wait. time. Yeah, I would love to talk about that because I used to kind yeah, of Yeah, you were really into it. Eric, I was really into VR. In the, in the early days of the... Yeah, I, I own the original uh, the Oculus Rift dev kit 1 and 2. Mm. And so that was those were the first ones that kicked off the whole thing. And I was I was all in at that time like i was buying the like janky razor controllers that existed at the time and there's all these things there's also a sweepstakes i won uh by tactical haptics to get the really big i won and they never sent me my shit because the company kind of like yeah out of business they're they're god well i think they're back in business but i always i always tweet at them like yo where's my where's my haptic suit the fuck um, I would love to talk about VR another time because yeah. I I feel like I I haven't I haven't played the more modern ones but I'm I'm still kind of checking on like how it's going but I would agree to summarize that it is still like in its infancy like if you're trying to play it as a consumer I would personally wait but there is some really great software and stuff out there if you have the the uh, the time to invest like a little bit of research to find it out like on the forums and stuff. And then also some money because it's a little bit of an investment financially. Um, the, the quest too, though, like it's you don't need a computer to use it. Um, that's true. Like I had I had the original quest and I had to hook up all these like little cameras around my room, um, HDMI to my desktop. Like it was it was awful to have it hooked up because like I don't like having all these wires everywhere. The new one is like totally hands free and you can connect it to your desktop if you want. It becomes more powerful. But oh, really. You can straight up just have like controllers and your headset and you're just like good to go. And it's only 300. Yeah. So it's not bad. I, I, yeah. I mean, like if you want to get going with it now, obviously like it's still, it's still not what Eric said. Like it's not totally there yet. Like it hasn't like really taken off, but mm. it, it's close. It's like, it's like, it's like any medium, like, like even like iPhone app games, like those took a while to figure out like, Oh, yeah. we can just make it a fucking casino. And kids will pay money, and you know now it's what it is. Like it's kind of a met. Like there's some good stuff, but it's all kind of scammy and like annoying. Uh, but yeah. so that's where VR is right now. Is they're trying to figure out what works and what doesn't work yeah. uh, in the VR space. But that Half Life Alex game looks awesome. Yeah. I haven't played it yet. I played a little bit. That looks fucking good. It's cool. It looks um, good. 
I the only thing though, like I can't play VR for more than like a half hour. So I like you gotta take those ginger pills, man. You gotta take those ginger pills. But like halfway value uh... like this whole campaign and like I like I like games like Super Hot and that other like rhythm game because it's just like Super you switch hot. you just like switch off with your friends and it's like real quick, uh like to to sit there for like six hours playing a like a shooter campaign, it's kind of a lot for me. Another thing with like the Alix is the the movement is like the touch and go, right? You can choose how you yeah. want to do it. So you can like point at the ground and it will like teleport you forward. Yeah. Um, that's the one I did. That's to prevent, that's to prevent nausea. Yeah, that's, that's oh, the yeah. one I went. I get nauseous pretty easily from it. Some people don't like the, like if you're, cause if you're like, cause I mean like really, if you think about it, you're tricking your brain to thinking it's real. So like, yeah. we're, we're, we're like, we're like monkeys, right? So like our, you are like immersed. You're like, wow. But all of a sudden your camera's moving without you physically moving. Uh -huh. it, your brain doesn't like that. It's like, wait, it's like getting seasick. Okay. Like, yeah. wait, why am I move? You're not moving, but you're moving. That makes you throw up because your brain doesn't know what to do. True, true. So you okay. do get, you do get your, your VR sea legs. Uh, if you like commit enough and that was your, it's, it's a sweaty process though. And it's not very fun <laughs> to do, but, um, the, the day when we're playing like, uh, uh sword art online kind of status we're all or a uh, fucking uh ready player one we're all five yeah. of us walk in and we we put on our haptic suits and get on the oh, treadmill and then we turn it on and we're in skyrim running around that is going to be a glorious time when we're probably 65 years old i hope we're still to to at home dude. it's gonna be fun yeah, hey yeah, we'll dude. use the vr we'll walk in vr <laughs> yeah. we'll get our daily walks in for sure yeah. you guys mind if i show one more pickup I don't know how long you guys are wanting to go today. I can go for a while, but I, I picked up one more rare game that I forgot yeah, yeah. to show. Sebastian, you might know this one. Let's see it. I found this. It was about 30 bucks. So by Japan terms, that's kind of on like the intermediate rarity for a Game Boy game. I found uh, Alien versus Predator oh, wow. loose. That's cool. Uh, it's a it's oh. actually a really it's actually a really cool game. It's one of those it's one of those games where you have like three lives, and if you die, you have to start from the beginning. Kind of a classic, kind of like Batman Returns on the Super Nintendo, like a beat 'em up game where you just you have to you or like Castlevania, right? You you you're gonna play it a bunch until you can eventually do it in one go. Uh, very fun. Uh, it was I have bucks. not seen that and game. Yeah, it, if you Google it, I think you'll you'll see like the sprites are kind of goofy. He's like this <laughs> massive character, and his yeah. he looks kind of hilarious. You you play as the Predator. Um, but it's fun. And if you look at reviews, people usually say it's actually, uh, it's a pretty good platformer. So, uh, I was, I saw that and was like, oh, I've never seen that. It's kind of rare. I'll pick it up. Mm. Yeah, I wanna... And I also Ooh. got, uh, Fable in English Oof, on the Xbox. Nice. Oh, yeah. You... It does not work on Japanese Xbox is what's written here, but that's, oh. I wanted to own an, an OG. Know. No, I wanted the American one. So yeah, cool. yeah. It was only five bucks. You can't, you can't Dude, mess it up. One game, game that I got when I, I bought like, a. Kind of like within a year, I bought like a Game Boy Pocket. I just found it on eBay randomly, and it was like it came with the that case. I don't I don't know where it is. I'll show it up right now, but um, it's like the black Game Boy case, and you could put your Game Boy in there, and you could put like a bunch of games on the top, and it came with a couple of games. It came with Lion King. It came with wow, um, something else, and then it came with Killer Instinct. And I was like, yo, that must be cool. Like, Killer Instinct on a Game, on Boy? Game Boy? Dude, it is the most... I didn't know that existed. It's unplayable. Like, you cannot... <laughs> like, you. there's no way to win. Like, I tried everything. I've tried... I tried playing on easy. I tried playing on very... Like, you just can't win. It makes zero sense. 
Unless it's a puzzle game or a platformer, yeah. it doesn't really belong oh, on the game. <laughs> dude, like fighting, like it's what? impossible. It looks bad, dude. Yeah, it's not good. Think about it. You have two buttons. Yeah. It looks yeah. so bad. Like, what are you gonna do? That's funny. That's the backgrounds funny. are the backgrounds are like the worst thing I've ever it's seen. Not it's like good, a, it's like an image, and it's like black and white. It's and really it's not like, good. You don't even know where, what it is. What? Are... Do you have any like shovel yeah. like like garbage? trash games like that that you're like you got it and you're like dude what is this <laughs> I, I probably have a lot i think i have a in inbox tamagotchi for the game boy it's just like completely crap like it's not worth like probably not as bad as that but I'm trying to think of some other games do you guys have any other games because i obviously showed games i'm ashamed to own i think i think they also put uh Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter 2 were also for the Game Boy, and those are also unplayable. They're yeah. like the frame rate slowdown is so ridiculous. It was literally just like a selling point. Like you can play on the go, but it's ass. It's not the same game. Like I'm looking at this gameplay, dude. This looks fun. So, <laughs> at least. Of course, I have a lot of bulk, like shitty PS2 games and everything, but I, I don't think I still have it. But I remember because I have to try all the consoles that come in. Mm. And I usually just pick the first game that I see. That that so, if I try a PS2 game, I just take one from the shelf. It doesn't really matter what which one. So I remember I picked like a stable simulator, as you you, you took care of your stable and your horse and everything. And it's super shit. And you can like ride a horse, and the controls are horrible. But I remember I tried it out just to try out the console and then like half an hour later i just holy shit i'm still playing this shit <laughs> just trying to figure out what i'm supposed to do i ha i have a question in this in this shovel in this shovelware title are you required to shovel horse poo yes it's like the definition can. of shovelware you can you have to shovel yeah. shit like, you have to literally Clean shovel shit <laughs> yes you do yeah. Shovelware, dude. The definition of shovelware. <laughs> Give me a shovel. Pick up some you, poo. Do, do you guys have like that? Where, like, mm -hmm. as kids, like, maybe your parents bought you a game that, like, wasn't really good, but you played it anyway, and then, like, you, you, it wasn't your favorite. But, like, for me, for example, like, me and Mike were going to go on a road trip one day, I think, for our family, and, like, my dad was like, all right, you can, buy, you can buy a game for, like, the road trip, right? So, like, we were in, like, Costco, so we could buy, like, one game that was kind of cheap, nothing expensive. So, but there wasn't really that great of a selection, right? So it's like kind of like bargain bin type stuff where it's like, so I, I think I remember picking like Robot Wars for Game Boy or something like that. And it was like a Robot Wars game. And I would just like play it on the car. I was like, I was like, oh, this is so cool. I have a new game. And then it's like, you're playing it. And I'm like, I'm just like running around this arena. And it's like, this isn't fun at all. And it's like, but you're just playing it still because you have a new game. So you have to play yeah. it, you know? You're like yeah, trying was, to, um, you're trying to figure out just like things you can do, but it's like, just move around. Um, yeah. Figured there out what go. game it was. It, it wasn't on the PlayStation. It was the PlayStation One. It's called Lucen Natbors Presents Riding Star. Oh. It's an interactive horse portal, completely in Swedish. Oh my it's the Sweden wow. experience. Wow. <laughs> it's the Sweden experience. <laughs> dude, Japan has way too many horse derby games. Derby Stallion, uh, dude. Let's remake it. They're they're into that. They just released it on the Switch and it's eighty dollars. Derby selling it. What the That's fuck? What wow. the fuck? And it's, going, and it's getting on a Switch right now. He's like, oh. That's more than <laughs> <a little laughs> <late. laughs> 
It's like, dude, uh, I shouldn't have had that beer. Derby Stallion. And did you have a game like that? My my um, regret game. I think I was God. I must have been like seven or eight. I uh, went to Toys R Us with my mother, and she let me buy a game, and I bought. Rugrats Lost in Paris on N64. Oh. <laughs> and I put a lot of time into it, but man, that was brutal. <laughs> oh. I'll yeah. say that I looked. No, I thought those games like Toy Story on the N64, I remember being disappointed with as a kid. I was like, oh, this fucking sucks. Toy like, Story it's, maybe it's okay. Dog shit. I, I hated that game. <laughs> was it ass or gas, Anthony? It was ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we need to do. We haven't done on the podcast an ass or gas segment. Yes, or ass. True. We Where we, we all we all take. Should we pick a game? Is there a game that like maybe like some people either love or hate? Uh, yeah, like is it ass or gas? Well, for me, Monster Hunter Adventure is pretty confrontational, and that's like one of my favorites. Which, which one? game? Sorry, Sonic Adventure. Never played. Gas. I'm a big. I, I feel like we should do like, but like where we we all play it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I want to play. Like we, we pick something, and then we, like, play it, and then we come back. You know what I mean? So, so like here's the question on... on that topic. I would love have? to do Sonic Adventure. That's the thing is, if there's a game we don't all own, and I'm I'm, I'm, I'm looking at Sebastian because you never buy anything. So, <laughs> like, how are we supposed... Like, it's it's almost like we need to pick a game that he can emulate or something, but then, then we can never do any Sega Dreamcasts, but you guys probably don't own... I don't know. It, that's a hard thing. Like, okay, they, I'll do what about, I have like, to do. What if, like, Wait, what, what, if what, did, what like, did you say? Like, What's an emulate? I thought you just go... Uh, I, I thought uh, you could just... Uh, I, I thought you could just... Especially, you could just go over your friend's house. And no, I'm going to go oh, yeah, down... I'm going to go down to Surugaya, buy Sonic Adventure, and then emulate it. <laughs> Sonic it. Adventure is on what console? Uh, it's uh, on like a... Oh but yeah, yeah, it's on it's on everything now. It's been ported to everything. Oh, it's on GameCube as well and GameCube, PS2, Steam, 360, Xbox One. It's like on everything. So for the Xbox first one? one, the first one was Dreamcast. All right. Yeah, but it's so you want to let's pick the first one. Everything. Sonic Adventure um, One. Yeah, I'll, I guess I, if you can't play it, you could just watch gameplay footage and give an opinion. But yeah. it's kind of different. I I, it's I got it for you guys. Like I'll we'll we'll talk after the after yeah the yeah, show. yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I speed okay. run Sonic Adventure, at least I'm like trying to learn how to, so I can oh, I can show you about, yeah, like the best. Here's the thing: oh. the the Dreamcast version is considered a better version than the re-release because they changed the like textures and the gameplay's a little janky on some of the ports. So, um, oh, it's like... brighter on the GameCube one. The Dreamcast color is a little bland. That's the, the Dream... only difference. Oh, like the Dreamcast color is better though. People like the Dreamcast graphics better. <laughs> I've never no, actually played a Sonic game. Let's whoa. let's whoa, discuss whoa, whoa, after whoa, whoa, the whoa. podcast some I, some ideas for like, um Danny never yeah. played for that. Sonic? That could be a good segment. We could do like Cave Noir. I because I, I want to play that game soon. That'd if you cool. guys want to do I'm that, down. I could go pick that up. Um, I'll pick it up too. That's We could probably go pick. It's like ten bucks. I saw it the other day at Sudagaya. We could go get it. I'll um, play it in Japanese. It'll be a hard game for me to get. But I'll I'll look it up. Danny, I'm with you on the Sonic. I never grew up playing Sonic. I only just I, now I never played. Play, I never played a yeah. single game with Sonic in it. Wow. Yeah. 
Like you haven't even you tried like Sonic, Mark the Hedgehog with Sonic 3. at the Olympic Games. No, you'd like oh, Sonic Mania. Would... Like but... growing up, I never even heard of Sega. Sega, oh. uh, I don't know. It's it is quite big here in Sweden. Like the Sega Mega Drive or your Genesis. Um, I was the same way. Only Nintendo for me and yeah. Sony. I didn't know what Sega was. Microsoft, but like. So. But later on, like Sonic the Hedgehog games, like got ported so many times to so many different things. I, I felt like you could come, could have come across it. Since I was a big Xbox 360 guy, I should have because there's a lot it's of. Because like, oh, dude, I, they have Sonic the Sega Genesis collection. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I don't know. Danny, you have to play Sonic 07, the best version of Sonic, Sonic on the o- Xbox 360. Uh, absolutely. Sonic 07. Sonic yeah. 06, right? 06 or 07? I think it's 06. 06. Is Sonic oh, Heroes good? Sonic here? No, it's it's Sonic not as good as Sonic Best song ever. I think Sonic <laughs> Mania is really good. You should try that one. I want to be a hero. I think that's a great idea. If we could all yeah. like pick a game, and even even I would say as long as how about this? Like if like we'll talk about this after this today's podcast. But like if there's a game that at least like two or three of us want to play maybe like three of us could pick one game and the other two could pick another game that they, or i don't know like i like because we could we could switch the all right like let's switch to the segment like anthony sebastian and danny you all played this game give all your opinions on then ass or gas and then we vote like i think that we it doesn't have to be all five of us although that would be ideal but it's not realistic that we're all gonna own all of the same games because of finances and stuff so I think I think as long as we had a few of us doing it, that could be a fun segment to do moving yeah. forward. I would love to do that. That would be very yeah. fun. Let's cool. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. That'd be... yeah. yeah, I mean, we're at uh, an hour, 45 minutes. I think, you know, this might be a sweet spot to end this ad, yeah. but, you know, I think we had a great day today. I think um, we got to a lot of different points. Talked about some serious stuff. Hey, I had a great time. How'd you guys Ooh, have it? Wow. How was it? How was oh, it? Everyone good? As always, pleasure. <laughs> Sorry to show <laughs> you guys my game. Hey, Eric. I, I only... Oh, sorry. Well, I have a request, but you finish what you're saying. No, I was just going to say sorry again for the, the game pickup that I had. I, oh, I bought well. it literally just for this, so I'm going to go hide it now. I don't <laughs> you want can it. Make it's been in my it. office for like a month. That's why it's been bothering me. <laughs> is Every time I go to my office, I just see fucking Hitler sitting there like, God damn it, I don't want this at all. Eric, so you can make up for it by playing us out. I like that. On the piano? Yeah. <laughs> or like harmonica, that. whatever instrument you feel you feel you know you got to get it set up no i can do I the little... see him do harmonica and piano at the same time all right i'll i'll i'll, I'll, I'll talk us out and eric will end us with a uh, a nice little song so thank you guys <laughs> a lot for listening to the scanlines podcast you know where to find a podcast man we are on all audio platforms right now you can listen to whatever you want we got on youtube with the video we're gonna have some graphics up there scanlines podcast for instagram And that's it. Thank you so much for listening. And I'm going to put it away to Eric. Yeah, let me... (laughs) Mike's just laughing. I can't do it when I'm laughing. It's hard. (laughs) Oh, shit.